All right, here we go. My name is Jeff Kay, and you're listening to episode 237 of the world-famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. Happy Thanksgiving, my friends. That's right, Thanksgiving. Drop the G's where I'm from, baby. Anyway, um, I'm recording this on Thanksgiving morning. And I hope all is well. I hope you guys are settling in for a day of gluttony. Because that's what it's all about, right? Just wonderful, just just fantastic gluttony. Hope you guys are doing that. If you're into whatever, football, whatever. I couldn't give a tiny seahorse-shaped shitlet about football, but if that's your thing, man, have at it. Have yourselves a great day. I'm sure you'll hear this the day after or or someday later than that even. I don't think this thing will be posted on Thanksgiving, but, you know, this is recorded on Thanksgiving, and I'm all full of the, full of the holiday spirit. All right? Got some of that uh, Sierra Nevada celebration down there. Ooh, that's a good beer. It comes out every year, Christmas time, you know, during the Christmas season. It's already out. Ooh, yeah. It's the first six-pack of the year of the celebration, Sierra Nevada celebration. I hope you guys, if you're into IPAs, it's a good one. I I strongly suggest you get that one. So we used to get, uh, we're cooking this year, we used to get the the Cracker Barrel, the, the, the Cracker Barrel Thanksgiving dinner, and we did that for a couple years. And it was great. Man, I loved it. I was a full, just 100% fan of that. So you pay like 69 bucks, I think, something like that. And you just go down there and pick it up, and it comes in this box, this nice box with handles on it. And everything, everything's in it. It's hot. Everything's hot. And you just take it home and just serve it. You know, if you need to heat something up, if you need to do it, you know, if you if you can get it, if you get it a few hours early and you have to heat some stuff up, that's, you know, it's, it's pretty easy. But we 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 just get it like right before we eat. We just go down there, go down to Wilkesbury, pick it up, bring dinner home in a in a beautiful, tightly contained box. It has everything in there. You can choose the sides you want. And, um, you know, you get a big turkey. It's, like, perfectly done. Ah, it's, like, wonderful. It was, just, it was, like, the best thing ever. So we were trying to make that a tradition, and then COVID hit, and then they destroyed the thing. I, they, they came back with it, and it's, it sucks. It's not, it's, they, just, they, they ruined it, all right? So it's not the same as it used to be. It costs way more, for one thing. And it's not hot, Everything's served to you cold. I think they do it in advance. They they prep this stuff in advance. And they just give you, like, trays of food, and then you have to go home and, like, heat it up yourself, you know? So that's no good, because part, part of the whole, the, the great thing about it is there was not much cleanup, you know? But now you got to heat everything up. I mean, you can't heat stuff up, you know? Uh, so, uh, plus, you can't pick your sides. You can pick, I think you can pick one side, or depending on what side, you know, which one you order, you can, but but the sweet potato casserole, that's, it's like hardwired in there. You don't have a choice. You have to have that. Like, that. that's part of it. 
and that's non-negotiable. Like, I don't want that. I don't want sweet potato casserole. That sounds disgusting. I don't like that. I don't like sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes are for suckers. Just like the, you know, once a month podcast, bonus podcast episode. It's for suckers, you know. So anyway, they, they ruined it. It costs too much. It's cost prohibitive. You have to heat up your own food. That, that, and then you, you dirty up every freaking bowl you have. Ah, it's not the same. It sucks. Man, why do they have to mess with everything? They had an artistic, it was like a work of art, the way they were doing that before. And now they, they say, ah, well, everybody seems to be enjoying it, so let's destroy it. Let's like move, change everything, you know? Ugh. So anyway, we're cooking. We're, you know, my, my company gave us a, a choice of a turkey, a ham, or a, a vegetable lasagna. I went with the turkey, needless to say, and um, that's, you know, Tony's up there prepping that. I'm going to put it in the oven around noon, and um, I don't know what time. We'll eat at like 5 o'clock or something. Yeah, whatever. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm sure it'll be good, but, it, you know, the, the, the kitchen will be destroyed. And then you got all that massive cleanup. That's the worst part. That's the part that uh, sucks, and then, um, you know, whatever. <laughs> Hope you guys have a good one. There will be gluttony, and there will be... There will be alcoholic beverages consumed later in the day. It's too early for that now, but uh, you know what I'm saying. Um, yesterday, I got up, and it was a rare day when I woke up feeling refreshed. I don't like—nobody I don't. Nobody gives a shit, really, about my sleep habits. I don't want to bore you with it, but I'm getting—I'm getting—I used to mock people. I mean, I'm not proud of this. <sighs> But you guys should know how I operate. I, like people complain about not being able to sleep and stuff. I used to like what? Just go to bed and close your eyes, and you can go to sleep. You know, I mean, it's like it, it wasn't a problem for me, so I just assumed nobody had that. Pro- you know, it's like it's like people are just being dramatic. You know, that's what I assumed, right? I never had any problem with sleeping. Sleeping was never an issue for me. And I was like, I'd hear these people saying, I don't know, I can't sleep anymore. I'm like, oh, but I wake up in the middle of the night and I can't go back. I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you? It's, it's like, or, or more more accurately, all right, drama queen, all right. You know, your life is so good, you got to create your own problems. <laughs> you gotta, you got to come up with problems to make, you know, you, you negative attention and stuff. But now, here I am. And, um, I, you know, I'm getting older. I'm up there. I'm getting up there in age. And I, I wake up in the morning way too early. I don't know why. I wake up early every day. And I can't go back to sleep. And then I feel like shit. I walk around and I'm in a fog for the rest of the day. And it sucks. It's like it's it's like hurting me, you know. It's doing me harm. It's it's cutting into my quality of life. And um, But yesterday I woke up fully refreshed. I slept. And... Um, I didn't wake up early or any of that stuff. So I, I came downstairs, and I, you know, I felt I had a spring in my step, you know. I went downstairs, and um, the older boy, is he's already swinging for the fences. He's been up for hours. You know, he's already drank a whole pot of coffee. He leaves this little sliver of coffee at the bottom, you know, of the because he doesn't want to make a second one. He's like, he, he, it's like climbing Mount Everest to him to make a second pot of coffee, which takes, I don't know, the, the whole process takes uh, one minute, you know, 
one minute tops. But he, want, he doesn't want to do it. He tries to avoid that. He makes the first one reluctantly. He downs that shit and leaves like a little sliver, like a slice of coffee in the bottom of the of the carafe. He goes, you want me to make some more coffee? I'm like, it was like, nah, I guess I'll do it. You know, I mean, God, it's like, it's like time. He, he leaves it in there on purpose. And he, then he ends up drinking like half the second pot, the one I make. And he, drink, he like ingests this like an enormous amount of caffeine. I'm like, how much do that shit do you drink a day? I mean, he's like, God. And then he, pour, he, he pours uh, sugar in there. He just like dumps it in there. He doesn't he doesn't measure it out like with a spoon. He just dumps it in there with the sack like, like straight out of the sack. He doesn't measure it. He just like pours it in there. I said, "What?" And I said, "That stuff's probably like freaking Aunt Jemima syrup." After you get finished with that, and he goes, "God," I said, "You're gonna end up with the the diabetes. You're gonna end up on the metformin." Guys, like what the? I said, "Well, how much?" How much coffee do you drink a day? And how much sugar do you put into each cup? He's like, God, everything. Why are you criticizing me? I said, I'm not criticizing you. I'm just making observations. These are, this is what I do. You know, It's better for the family if I'm tired and I'm like in a daze and I'm just kind of sitting there with my mouth hanging open. You know? It's better, but when I when I'm fully refreshed, you know, I walk around and I make observations. That's what I that's what I call it. They might call it something else. I'm like, what the? And um, so anyway, so he, he's in there, you know, he's annoyed with me because I'm like giving him shit because you know, it's ridiculous. Anyway, so I have a cup of coffee, you know, I'm sitting in there looking at my tablet, and then it comes time he's getting ready to go to work, right? So I have to go out and shuffle the cars around. Every time somebody leaves, we got to go out and move cars. It's it's extremely annoying. It's cold. It's like really windy and cold. It's overcast and gray. You know, the sky looks like I don't even know concrete. It's like the color of concrete. It's like it's just gray. It's windy. You know, and um, so I gotta go out there. I'm like, oh god. Yeah, put so, so I put on some flip flops and I'm, I'm wearing like a I put on a jacket, a hoodie. I put the hood up. And I'm wearing like a white T-shirt and sweatpants, and I put on some flip-flops, and I'm like, "Look at this!" I said, "Look at this!" I said, "These neighbors are probably going to say, is that Eminem? What's what, what's happened to Eminem? He's like let himself go. Is he on hard times? Man, look at him! The degradation, you know. I look like some kind of low rent, uh, bloated Eminem out there moving the cars. Cold. I'm like bitching and muttering under. So I walk out there, and my car is covered, and I mean covered in bird shit. Covered, right? I mean, I've never seen anything like this before. It feels like it was on a purpose. It's like the birds got together, or I don't know what happened. I don't know. One of the neighbors might have done something. I don't know. They all hate us. (laughs) And um, maybe they, I don't know, maybe they put something up up in the tree to attract the birds right over my car. No, I don't know. But anyway, my car is, I've never seen anything like this before in my life. It's just like an enormous load of bird shit. If this thing came out of one bird, I don't think he survived. I think that thing probably lost its life, you know. 
But it seems like it was probably a team of birds. Is that what they're called? Like a group of a team, a, a crew, like a bird crew. And um, I was like, "What? Look at this! Look at the, my car! What the?" So then um, he's like, God, "Thank God I'm going to work. <laughs> I don't know if I can handle arrested, arrested dad. You know, arrested dad is not good." So so I moved my car. And he he goes to work. I moved the car back in, where he was parked. And I'm going, I'm going to take a picture of this shit because I'm going to be talking about this on the podcast. And I want to put this up at surfreportpod.com. So I go back inside wearing my stupid get up, my, my M&M. You know, I'm dressed like M&M. And I go back in the house to get my phone, take a picture of this thing. I'm wearing flip-flops or flip-a-flops, as, as they're called. I'm walking. I go, I go back out there to take a picture of the bird shit. I have my phone to take picture of bird shit. My flip flop gets stuck on the like it, it it hits the top step. There's a step. Uh, it's hard to describe. We walk out of our house. The sidewalk takes a right. You got to go up three steps and then it levels out. Right. So there's three steps. I'm walking up those those steps. That my flip a flop gets stuck on the top step, and I go down hard. I. I a col- collapse in the front yard. <laughs> I'm like, I go down full on my left side, just to just go straight down like a falling tree, you know, in the yard. I'm out there on my back. I'm wallowing in mud. There's like mud and, you know, it's, it rains every day. It's like saturated. I've got mud up my ass, packed, <laughs> packed. It's like up my back, you know, it's all down. My, my, my sweatpants are like covered in mud. I'm like wallowing around like some fat turtle on its back, like it's up on its shell, you know. And I'm like, oh, you just bitching and yelling at the top of my lungs, just screaming and yelling, you know, just profanity, just a daisy chain of profanity just out there. And I'm, I, I, I struggle to get back up on my feet. I, and I'm like, look at this. Oh, my God. I'm covered in mud. My phone has got like grass jammed in the side of it, you know, where the case meets the phone. You know, there's like grass packed in there. I'm like, what the hell? You know, just howling in, in protest. Go out there and take a picture of the, of the dog shit, or I mean the bird shit. <laughs> I probably have dog shit in my pocket. Probably a, There's probably a, a dog turd in the pocket of my jacket. <laughs> um, but um, so anyway, I take a picture of the bird shit, and I'm like bitching up a storm. I go in there. I'm like covered in mud. I'm like, oh. See, this is this is this is the way the day starts for me. So I have to put my jacket. I don't like washing a winter coat. You know, it says that you can wash it in the washing machine, but I don't I don't trust it. It's going to come out all all messed up, you know. And but I you know, I can't what a choice do I have? I'm going to take it to the dry cleaner or something. So I put the thing in the washer and change clothes and stuff and bitching up a storm just complaining and bitching, you know. And um the thing the jacket came out fine. But anyway, that's the way my that's the way my day started, out there, like wallowing around in in, in the backyard or in the front yard, just in you know, like like swimming, like swimming in mud, <laughs> is is what it was. Eh. Anyway, if you want to see the picture that I took after I risked my life, I almost lost my life. 
I almost lost my life taking this picture for you guys. I'm going to put it up at surfreportpod.com. It's the it's the bird shit to beat all bird shits. Today, this morning, Tony took my car to the grocery store. She texted me. And um, I, well, I texted her when I got up. I said, where are you at? That's what I always put. Where are you at? Right? And she said, I'm at, I'm at Wegmans. And then she said, by the way, did you park your car under a pterodactyl nest? <laughs> uh, she goes, I'm, I'm going to the car wash after that. I'm, she goes, I'm embarrassed to drive that thing. I said, I don't know, man. I don't know what happened. But um, she said she had to go through the car wash two times. She went through it, and it got uh, 80% of it off. And then she went through it again, and it, it finally came clean. <sighs> God. What a disaster. But anyway, that uh, that's how my day started yesterday. <sighs> then I went to work. Ugh. I don't want to I don't even want to go into that. But anyway, the other day uh, Tony and I went to a movie, went to a movie, we went to the theater. We went to a movie theater and watched a movie, which has been it's been years. I mean, definitely pre-covid. I mean, years before that, probably we don't go to movies. You know, we don't we don't do that. But uh, she wanted to see this movie called King Richard, and uh, so we uh, so we went about this about Serena and Venus Williams. You know, growing up, their dad was like a you know he, he, he even before they were born, he he's I'm gonna have two. I'm gonna have two tennis stars. You know, he had it. He already had it planned out, and um. You know, so and they lived in Compton, New York, or Compton, California. You know, bad neighborhood, and um, it was really good, excellent. You know, so um, so we we went to see that. She wanted to see it. She she told me like a couple months ago about it coming out, and um, she said when that comes out, I want to see it in a theater. I said sounds good. So we went. There was like nobody there. I'm not talking about that movie. I'm talking about the whole theater. It's like this big complex. It's got 14 screens, I think. It's real fancy. It's got one of those IMAX theaters in there. It's this big, sprawling thing. There's like, when we pulled up, there's like nobody. There's like the parking lot. Looks like there's like 20 cars out there. It's got 14 screens and there's 20 cars. (sighs) So we went in there and we bought tickets. By the way, we had to buy them from a kiosk. You can't buy them from a human being. We had to buy them through some kind of a machine. And the thing says, uh, adult. 825 senior 810 <laughs> it's like wow that's a that's a pretty good discount 8 you get a 15 cent discount if you're old anyway so we bought the two adult tickets we went in there and we bought a tub of tub of popcorn and we went to uh we went to our screening room the to the theater and there were five people in there including us there was another couple and some guy sitting there by himself. Five people in this big, it was like a big one. It was one of the big, big screening rooms. It was a good movie. We enjoyed it. It was two and a half hours, but um, it felt, it didn't feel, it didn't seem like it was dragging or anything. I didn't have any, I didn't, I wasn't going, God, is this thing ever going to end? No, I enjoyed the shit out of it. It was really good. It was entertaining and, um, yeah, it's good stuff. It's on HBO Max too, but she wanted to see it in a theater, so we went. It was fun. They have this deal there where you can spend, you can pay eighteen dollars a month and see unlimited movies. If I gave a shit about movies, I think that would be a good deal for I, for I, if I was retired or something. I had all 
all kinds of time, you know. I might see, you know, when I get old, if I make it, which, you know, who knows. If I make it and I get old and um, I'm retired somewhere and they still have that deal, there's still movie theaters at that point, I might take them up on that. That sounds like I wouldn't mind doing that, you know. I wouldn't mind going, it's like, go see every movie, no matter what, what it is, even if it's garbage, even if it's like something I have no interest in. Just go over there and watch a movie. Like, you could go see every movie. There's 14 screens in there. I don't know what they're playing, but um, there's probably like five people in each each one of them, or or less. But anyway, that was fun. That was it was enjoyable. You know, I, I highly recommend it. King Richard is is what it's called. Will Smith plays the uh, the dad of uh, Serena Venus Williams. Excellent. That's yeah, very very entertaining. You don't, you don't have to be a tennis fan to enjoy. It was good good stuff. So that that was a rarity. We did that recently on uh, over the weekend. Good stuff, and we're watching a lot of TV. We're watching a lot of TV because it's cold and it's it gets dark at like three o'clock in the afternoon. And um, so recently we watched uh, we watched we we finished all those uh, Gordon Ramsay shows, right? Uh, Hell's Kitchen, Master Chef. So those are done. We don't have any more of those. We we powered through Downton Abbey. Those, that's done. And we watched this show called Restored. Excellent. Love it. It's like one of those home renovation shows out on the DIY network. And it's, uh, but this guy, this guy who hosts this thing, uh, it, he goes into these historic, well, some of them are just from the 50s, so they don't go back, way back, but some of them do. But he goes into these places and he, he, he does the home renovations, but he tries to take it back to the way it originally looked, you know, while keep while keeping it modern, you know, it's got to be modern for the modern day usage. But he tries to take it back to the way it originally looked, original uh, color if he can, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's from a historical point of view. He has people from like the local historical society find photographs of uh, you know the home after it was first built and that kind of stuff. He takes the paint down to. It's original layer to find out what the real color was, you know, all that kind of stuff. It takes out drywall, and there's like sometimes there's like these stuff. It's like a you know uh, stained glass window behind the you know that kind of stuff. He reveals. And he tries to bring it back to its original. So uh, and, and these things have all been jacked up. You know, they mess around with the uh, the floor plans and stuff. They add, they build on and stuff. So he takes it back, but so that's a good show. We watched all those. We, there was a whole season on there that we didn't know was on there, you know. So we were like, "Hell yeah, this is an embarrassment of riches." So we watched that, powered through that season real fast, and then um, we were like, "What? A, we don't have anything to watch, right?" Because I've been off all the time. I got all this PTO. I got all this paid time off, and um, I have to burn it up for the end of the year. So I've been having, you know, I'm home more than normal, which the family, you know, they're, you know, it's mixed reviews on that, you know, that, I don't know. But I'm here more than I have been recently. And um, we watch a lot of TV at night, and um, we're, we're like, we don't have anything to watch. So I, so I told Tony, I said, some at work told me that I should watch this show on HBO called The White Lotus. I said, we might want to check that out. And um, she goes, all right. I said, but l- let me tell you something. I don't know anything about it. And if it sucks, you know, don't blame me because I don't have anything. I don't have anything in it. I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not 
re- recommending this. Somebody at work recommended this, and if if it sucks, I can give you his name. All right. <laughs> so we started watching this thing, and um, we got about I don't know halfway through the second episode. And Tony said, "I'm out. No more. I don't know, I'm, I'm not watching this." <sighs> but I ended up watching. There's only six episodes. Season one, six episodes. I'm like, what the? And I think I mentioned this before, but the Perry Mason, all right, 39 episodes in season one, 39. White Lotus, which is a modern day drama, six, six episodes. But anyway, so um, she bailed halfway through the second episode, and I ended up watching all of them, you know. And um, I didn't. At first, I was like, I don't like this thing. I don't know. It's like it has a it has a rhythm. It has an odd rhythm to it. It's like you know when you watch TV, there's expectations based on you know, you know, common shows are have common ways of presenting themselves. This thing felt off. Like the scenes are really long. It feels kind of slow moving, but I don't know if it really is. It just seems like the the themes the, the, or the scenes are real long. And Tony said, "I don't like the way they have these close ups, like like extreme close ups of people's faces all the time." She goes, "That bugs me." I think that was her main objection to the thing. She said it was slow moving, and she didn't like all the extreme close ups. <laughs> I said, "I don't even notice the the extreme," but it has an odd feel to it, and. Um, and the thing is off the, it goes completely off the tracks you know it's about this uh, it's about this fancy ass uh, resort in in Hawaii called the White Lotus and the, and the whole season 1 uh, takes place in one week and in the first scene uh, it's revealed that somebody died during that week right so the whole show you don't know who died and it's about these people. All it is is about these people staying there. It's it's a scripted show. It's not a documentary. It's about these people who are staying there. They don't know each other. It's just different groups of people that are staying at this White Lotus resort in Hawaii during that week. So, and it's uh, it, it's got it's like dark comedy. I mean, it takes a while to realize what to get the feel of what the hell's going on. You know, I don't know what the hell this is. But there's a lot of comedy, and it's a lot, it's very whacked, and it's it's off kilter and uh, strange. It's like satire, and I ended up liking it a, a great deal. But um, there's some it's a crazy ass. It's a crazy ass show, and uh, it's not for everybody. That's for sure. But have you seen this show, The White Lotus, on HBO? I ended up liking it. I liked. I enjoyed it. There was some stuff in there that made me laugh pretty hard, and um, I enjoyed it. So we watched that. She didn't. She she said to hell with that. Then we started watching that show, Chopped. You familiar with this? I've heard of it before, but I've never actually seen it. It's, it's a cooking show where they bring these people in and they give them like a combination, a bizarre combination of uh, of ingredients, and then they have. They have to make a restaurant-quality meal out of them. They always throw in something bizarre and off the wall. Like, uh, you know, a pork chop, silkworm, I don't know, something about silkworm eggs or something. I don't know. <laughs> something like, I don't know. It's like, what in the shit is that? You know, that is disgusting. Or like a pork chop, mushrooms, uh, blueberry pie filling. Like, what the? 
So, you know, so then they have to make something and it has to be, has to make sense, right? So that's what it's called. It's called Chopped. And I was like, eh, this is like the poor man's uh, master chef. But she she wasn't interested in watching The White Lotus. So we started watching that Chopped. And one of the show, one of the episodes, I guess they have like a, it's not always the same group of judges. And there was this guy on there who had a hook. He had a hook for a right hand. I was like, all right. I haven't seen one of those in a long time. Seems like back in the 70s, there was a lot of hooks. There was, you used to see hooks on a semi-regular basis. You rarely see the hooks anymore. I was like, hell yeah. I was starting to get nostalgic for the hook. And um, she was like, what are you talking? And I said, I said, I don't see too many of those hooks. I said, did I ever tell you the story? <laughs> She's like, here we go. Here we go. So when I was a kid, we used to have this insurance man, and I don't know what the hell that's all about either. This is back in the seventies. This is when I was young, and because um, we were on Twenty First Street, and um, so we had why like there was an insurance man that would stop by our house occasionally, and my parents would have to sign papers. Like what is that? I said I, I, I'm a, I'm an adult. I mean on paper, on paper I'm an adult. I have various insurances. I don't know. I've never had anybody stop. I've never had an insurance man stop by here with a with a briefcase. But back then, it was like my mom would be like, oh, the insurance man's coming this, this afternoon. You guys better be on your best behavior. So this guy had a hook, right? And um, we were fascinated. Me and my brother were, like, fascinated. He'd be sitting there. He's like, he'd be, like, manipulating. He'd, like, shuffling through papers. You know, he'd, have his, he'd have his briefcase open on his lap. He's like, I got it here somewhere. Let me see. He's, like, shuffling with that hook. Man, he was manipulating that thing like a champion. We were, like, sitting there like, what the? Look at this. Look at this spectacle. <laughs> my mom would be like, don't stare at him. He'd, she'd tell us in advance, but it was, like, impossible. See him using that hook, like, like ruffling, ruff, ruffling through those papers, like, shoo, 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 shoo. here it is. And he would, like, hand her, a, 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 you know, a stack of paper with with his hook, you know. It's like, oh, my God, we couldn't stop. You know, we, and we called him Captain Hook behind his back. I mean, this is, like, standard stuff, right, for kids. And then one day he shows up, and we didn't know he was coming. I mean, my brother and I didn't. He knocks on the front door. I think he used his flesh hand, you know, because I I don't recall it having a metallic. I don't remember hearing a metallic hook knock. It more it sounded more like a flesh knock. <laughs> and um, so he, he knocks on the door. One of us, I can't remember who it was. It was me or my brother. Open the door. He's standing there, and we go, we go, Mom, uh, Captain Hook's here. Say it right to the guy's face. <laughs> Say it right to the guy's face. And my mom was mortified, mortified. And um, she was giving us a, you know, a whole raft of shit after that, after he left. He, he didn't seem to give a shit. He didn't care. You know, he, or he didn't, he didn't appear to give a shit. You know. Anyway, we called him Captain Hook right to his face. Eh, whatever. But anyway, I was like excited. She was like, well, I guess this episode's over. It's like I, I told that story, like went on and on. And I gave you the abbreviated version of it. It's like I talked over the entire episode, <laughs> reminiscing about hooks. You don't see too many hooks anymore, right? I was like, hell yeah, all right. Hook? I haven't seen a hook in so many years. Uh, 
Ah, it just brings me back. Oh, man, it's, I have family memories. and ah, it, it makes me feel comfortable and warm all over seeing a hook. <laughs> She's like, what the? So anyway, I think we're at the end of this thing. We're at the end. I mean, it, God. All right. It's kind of it's going on and on. But anyway, hope you guys have a great or had, I guess, had a great holiday. I hope the gluttony met your expectations and uh, if you watch football have at it like i said before i don't know whatever that doesn't mean anything to me but anyway if you, if you hope i hope the gluttony the meal the traditional meal of gluttony uh, met your expectations and i hope everything's going well in your your neck of the woods um this is supposed to be a patreon episode i think i'm just going to release it it's a holiday week i'm just going to release it to the main network you know i don't know Every once in a while I do that. Not not very often, but I'm going to do this one. I'm going to put this one out on the main network. And I would like to, before I go, I'd like to uh, inv- invite you. God. I'd like to invite you to call into the hotline and uh, be a part of a future show. You can do that by calling the number 570-290-8151. If you didn't get that number, it's in the show notes. When you When you're over there looking at the bird shit car... You can the number will be right below it or near it, above it, something like that. Five seven zero two nine zero eight one five one. You can call twenty four hours a day, ask a question, make a comment, you know, whatever. If you have some kind of reaction to anything I put in this in this episode or or, or a past episode, call me up twenty four hours a day. Just and I'll probably use it in a future episode. It's an easy part. It's an easy way to be a part of an of a future show. I'm having trouble. Can you tell? My lips are like not. My lips are like going rogue on me. Anyway, um, if you want to do that, do it. I, I I encourage you to. And also, if you want to check out that bird ship picture and the expanded show notes and all that, surfreportpod.com is where all that is housed. So check that out as well. And I think that'll do it. You, you guys know if you want... If you want to hear next week's Patreon episode, you can do that at patreon.com slash jeffk. You have to sign up for a for a patronage though. It's a it's it's a bonus episode for folks who support my efforts. So this week's Patreon episode is going to be available to everyone, but not next week's. No, no, only patrons can hear it. And to be a patron, Patreon.com/slash Jeff K is where you where you go for that. Sign up for a four dollar or more monthly donation to me. And I'll give you an extra episode every week, every week. So, do it up if you want to. If you want to, um, if you want to supersize your uh, surf report experience, that's where you can do it. All right, we're at the end of this thing. Thank you guys for everything. I hope you enjoyed this thing, and I'll see you soon over on the main network again. And until then, you guys have yourselves a fine, fine day. I'll see you. Bye. I think he used his flesh hand.